Welcome to She Decided to Run Her Way, a podcast created for the aspiring female runner or one in the making who is ready to let go of the pressure to perform, quit chasing someone else's pace, and start embracing her own. My name is Pamela Otero, a certified running coach and personal trainer, and each week I'll be sharing practical running strategies and mindset shifts to help you do just that. So, if you're ready to run your way, then grab your running shoes, lace up, and listen in. I often get asked, how can I be successful at running? And my first response is, well, define success for me. I think before I can help someone be successful with running, I really need to know what that looks like, what that feels like, and what that is for her first. Because success means something different for each of us. Not to mention that what we think of success or when we think of success, it changes over time and as we move through our lives. What do you think? What would success with running look like, feel like, and be for you? With where you're at in your life right now and with your running, do you think you're successful? Well, you might be someone who doesn't feel so successful. You're frustrated with yourself because what running looks like for everyone else, at least in how you're perceiving it, is not at all your experience with running and it leaves you feeling frustrated. Well, today I want to share with you three things that I've found successful runners do. Coming from my own experience as a coach and with my clients. And they're actually pretty simple and straightforward, although I do think many aspiring runners think it's way more complicated than it really is. And these are the three things. Successful runners get clear, stay committed, and don't compare. Now, I'm going to dive into each of these today in just a bit. But I'm curious if something else came to mind originally when you thought about what successful runners do. Was there something else you were thinking of? Maybe something around running, eating, working out? Well, hopefully after today's time together, you'll understand how these three things, getting clear, staying committed, and not comparing, can create success and how you too can apply them to yourself. And hey, while you're at it, maybe after this episode is over, you'll even consider cutting yourself some slack and recognizing that you might have been striving for success with an approach that was actually keeping you from it. So as a running coach, there are lots of things I go over with my clients before ever having them get started with a training plan. But they usually want to jump right in with all the physical actions they need to be taking, like the miles and the distance and the workouts and the food, because of course, those are what's needed to be successful, right? Well, yes, in order to be a successful runner, you do need to actually run. But in order to actually be a person that runs, 
You need first and foremost to be clear, to get clear on where you're going and why you're going there. What is your intention? Why are you running? Setting an intention is actually the first step of my five-step framework to creating a custom running plan with my clients. And it's not this woo-woo type of intention setting. It's actually a practical step that we go back to each and every time a new training schedule is created. Because your intention and why you're running doesn't always stay the same year round and year after year. So getting very clear on your end result, your intention, and your reason why is the only way you're going to be able to measure if your success was achieved or is actively being achieved. So is your intention to complete a goal race, a goal distance, a half marathon, a 5K? Is it to run two days a week, four days a week? Or is it to run a nine-minute mile? Or is your intention to run three days a week and enjoy getting up and out the door with no resistance? And if any of those might be something that you would be considering as your intention, why? Why are you wanting to do that? Are you wanting to do that to reduce stress, to lose weight, to feel stronger, to connect with friends, to have time to yourself? The successful runners I know get clear with their running intention. And once they do, they stay anchored to that intention for that season or that training cycle. Getting clear is the first thing that successful runners do. Now, the second thing successful runners do, in my experience, is they stay committed to that intention. Now, I didn't say they stay consistent or they stay motivated. I said they stayed committed. Because their consistency and motivation, it might be high some weeks compared to others, But successful runners I know stay committed to staying in the running game regardless of consistency or motivation. They create space and time to make their runs and their workouts a priority even when it's not perfect. They are committed to their commitments. Now I want you to take a moment and I want you to think of someone you know who has been successful. Let's throw running out the window for a second. Can you think of someone you know who has been successful in business or weight loss or maybe in their marriage? Do you think things always went smoothly? Do you think it was always perfect? Were they always consistent or motivated? Probably not. But I can bet you they were committed. They built the business because they were committed to their intention and they stayed anchored to why they were doing it. They lost the weight because they were committed to their intention and the end result they desired. They've been married for 50 years because they were committed 
to their love for each other and their family. Commitment. It's powerful. But it is the second thing that successful runners do that I have seen and I have experienced. And the third thing that successful runners do is they don't compare themselves to others. This, I would have to say, is probably the hardest to achieve. Harder than commitment, if I'm honest. I struggle with this all the time. Do you find yourself comparing yourself to others? To fitness influencers online? Maybe to a family member or a friend? Heck, are you even comparing yourself to an airbrushed magazine cover? The comparison game. It will totally throw you off your running game. But the reason these runners who don't compare themselves to others are successful is because they recognize and remind themselves of where their life circumstances are or what their life circumstances are, regardless of what others are doing around them. Because they might be a single parent They might not have a huge support system to help them with the kids in the household. They may be struggling with an autoimmune disease. They may be responsible for a large company. Or heck, they might be working through an injury or grieving the loss of a loved one. And even better, they may have chosen a life outside of their training and running. And the one I love the most when it comes to the comparison game is this. They recognize and realize they're not 22 anymore. All of these are circumstances they might be in, but they recognize and they honor and they stay committed to what their intention is and their reasons for running and what success looks like for them. Because it's so easy to get caught up in what everyone else is doing. But the reality is our lives are different. Our responsibilities are different. Our availability is different. Our health situations are different. And more importantly, our definition of success is different. So if you don't feel successful with your running, if you're listening right now and you're just frustrated because you don't feel you've been successful, I'd love it if you would think about these three things, getting clear, staying committed, and not comparing yourself. Getting clear on your intention and the reason you are running in the first place staying committed to that intention and along the way, not comparing yourself to what anybody else is doing around you. Maybe even sit down and write this out before you ever start training for a race, your next race or your next particular distance. Or if you're new to running and you're listening here right now, before you even step out that door, Take some time to write out what your intention is for this training season and why it matters to you. And once you know what that is, write it out, post it, keep reminding yourself of it, stay anchored to it, and then dig deep and stay committed 
to your commitment to it without comparing yourself to anyone else. These are the three things I really feel we need to focus on when it comes to running and fitness. They're truly the answers to what I think you want and how you can get there in being successful with your running. So decide for yourself, why do you want to run? How do you want to feel while you're doing it? And do it in a way that works for you. Because ultimately, your running is yours. And you get to make the rules. All right, my friend. I know that it's a lot to think about today. It's a little short episode, but I think it's powerful. I do think these three things will help you to be successful with your running if you feel right now that you're not. But here's the thing. You got time. Just because it's running doesn't mean you have to race. So until next week, my friend, go grab your running shoes, lace up, and go enjoy the beautiful outdoors. 